Hey, my name is Peter McGann. I'm the creator of Pulp Injection, a live comedy night where two radio plays in the style of old school pulp adventure serials are performed to an audience by some of the best actors and comedians working in Ireland today. The one you're listening to now is called Vice Squad Confidential and it was performed on the 9th of July 2019 in the Workman's Club in Dublin. The amazing actors you'll hear in it are Hazel Fahey as Peggy White, Finbar Doyle as Cole Holland, John Morton as Chief Parker and Sam Zucker, Simone Kelly as Mickey Cohen and Betty Davis, Neve Gallagher as Grace Dumont, Stephen Colfer as Dr. Herman Munt and Vice Cops Butler, Hannah Mamelis as Johnny Stampanato and Reporter, Stephen Considine as Spider Ellington, Kate Murray as Diner Waitress, Spider's Model, Vice Cop and Munt's Nurse, and Tony Cantwell as Chesterton, Dean Martin and The Narrator. It was written and directed by Peter McGann. The poster was designed by Sean Clancy. Thank you so much for listening, and if you like what you hear, please consider giving it a share, giving the page a like, and giving the cast some love, and even better, work. I hope you enjoy. How lucky can one guy be? Hello, okay. She kissed me. Vice Squad Confidential. Los Angeles, 1950. Where glamour is the word on everyone's lips. Why, right this minute, the nation's darling film star Grace Dumont has returned from her mysterious stint out of the public eye. In a press conference accompanied by her own personal Sven Gali, the star maker himself, Endeavor Studios founder Sam Zucker. Miss Dumont was taking some time out in Palm Springs Rehabilitation Center due to exhaustion. But all of us at Endeavor are delighted to say she's just signed another five-year contract, tying her exclusively to us. I'm just excited to be back doing what I do best, making movies and pleasing my fans. Any questions? Uh, is it true that exhaustion is just code for being flat out on the back? No more questions! But it's not all movie magic. Only a couple of blocks away, Mickey Cohen, an oozing sore on the city's perfectly moisturized face, rules crime with an iron fist, supported by trigger-happy goons like Johnny Stampanato, and communist agitators plot how they can infect the American mind with their insidious propaganda. And in this hotbed of lust, sin, and smut, who keeps the flowing tide of sordid waste from flooding those that aspire to live good, decent lives? Who draws the ire of the mixer when yet another cat house or gambling den gets raided? Who makes sure that reefer stays away from your son's lips and everything else stays away from your daughters? Who gives up their soul, their innocence, sometimes even their lives to make sure that Mr. and Mrs. Atomic Family sleep soundly at night knowing the black sludge of temptation stays away from their pick white picket fence? That's right, it's those sharp-suited, skull-cracking hepcots of the Hollywood Vice Squad. Tell me quick, a kick in the head. Hey, sugar. You look like you got the weight of the world on your pretty little shoulders. Uh, can I get you some more coffee? Why not? It's going to be a long night. My name, Peggy White. Up until an hour ago, I was a detective. The first female detective of the LAPD. Now, I don't know what I am. This 
is my store. Actually, the coffee machine is all out. And that means I have to start a whole new roast. And uh, we're meant to be closing up in like 20 minutes. So you still want that coffee? What if you got shit in your ears? I said it's going to be a long night. Sorry. Of course. It all started a couple of weeks back. Detective White, come in. Chief Parker. Ah, oh, please, call me Billy. Chief Billy. Chief William. Chief William H. Parker. Call me that or you're fired. Sorry, I'm new to this. Uh, the power just keeps going in my head. Uh, well, you have quite a service record, Detective White. Why, well, just scanning your file here. First woman to make detective in the LAPD. You certainly turned this organization into a bastion of liberal ideas. Why, we, we've had to install ladies' bathrooms instead of just men's and coloreds. <laughs> We're in the 50s now, Chief. It's an era of social change the likes of which America has never seen, and I'm proud to be at the forefront of it. <laughs> Detective White, do you know who this is? Oh, my word. I, I didn't see you there. Lieutenant Cole Holland, head of Vice Squad. Oh, wow. It's an honor, sir. You're a real hero of mine. First name detective, and you want to be assigned to Vice Squad. What's your angle, White? Vice Squad's no place for a skirt even one as mannish and grizzled as you are. I well, thank you. Vice Squad is, is the gold standard for me, Lieutenant. It's all I've ever wanted to do. When I was four, I used to put my Cabbage Patch dolls in sexually provocative positions and then pretend to shake them down in exchange for me not hitting them with a public indecency beef. The work Lieutenant Holland and his team do was a little more than just rousting horny toys, Miss White. That's Detective White. Sorry, I meant that's Detective White. And I think that given half a chance, I can prove myself worthy of Lieutenant Holland and his team. Well, what do you think, Cole? You know, to do this work, you need to surrender a piece of your soul. You need to calcify your heart and freeze your conscience. Because the levels of depravity you expose yourself to each and every day will drive you mad otherwise. I've seen some of the strongest men I know let the sin take over, let the lusts and vices they're exposed to on their watch destroy their very being. Also, you run the risk of catching the clap off of, like, half of the creeps you'll be dealing with. What do you have to say to that, Miss Detective? Lieutenant, I am the best shot in the academy. I've got interrogation skills that can reduce the toughest perps into confessing crimes they weren't even born for. And I've no close family or relationship, so I give myself 100% to this crazy, beautiful thing they call a job. One more thing, White. You can't be deaf to the rumors that have spread around the department. And what rumors are they? Don't play coy, White. You're too mannish and grizzled for that. <laughs> the rumors that me and my squad are dirty, dirty boys. <laughs> I've heard whisperings, but I choose not to believe them. That's good, because Vice Squad is clean. Clean, you hear me? From top to bottom. Internal affairs have investigated me and my men, and they turned up nothing. I've never taken a dime from Mickey Cohen or anyone else to look the other way. Ask anyone. My friends, my family, my butler. Butler? Chesterton, get in here! You rang, sir? This dame's insinuating that I'm some kind of dirty cop? <laughs> the very idea. There, you see? You happy? Chesterton vouches for me. Well, I'm convinced. I'm straight arrow, and that's all there is to it. You want the job or not? It would be an honor. Well, then, 
Welcome to Vice Squad, Detective White. This is truly the greatest day of my life. Ah, moments like this are why I took the job. That and the need for the kind of power and control in my work life that I don't get at home. Get out of my office. So there it was. All of a sudden, I was Vice Squad. Only moments earlier, I was just simple Peggy White. A real loser. A no friends Betsy. A shitter. Oh, the thoughts of who I was literally 20 minutes prior made me want to vomit all over my shins. And now, I was riding shotgun with the most legendary cop in the city, Lieutenant Cole Holland. Let's get one thing straight, White. If you're on my team, you're on my team. You don't work for the department no more. You work for me. The rewards can be great, but cross me, and you'll wish you stayed back in ass-crack Ohio. Well, that is absolutely not the name of my hometown. My hometown is Penis Farts, Nevada. Are you ready for your first vice case? Oh, I was born ready. There is nothing I don't know about Vice Squad's remit. The seedier, the better. Well, good, because this one, it's a pretty standard porno case. And what's that now? Pornography. Use it in a sentence, please. You know, uh, dirty pictures, smut books, the jolly pages. You've lost me. Images of a coital nature. Having a clue what you're on about, pal. You want to work vice and you don't know what porn is. Oh, porn. Yeah, no, I've heard of that. Obviously, I love that stuff. Uh, porns are why I wanted to join the vice squad in the first place. Well, that's good, because that's what you're dealing with on this case, a whole load of it. Well, excellent. I can't wait. I can't wait for all the, um, what's it called again? Porn. Corn! We're on our way to the studio of a third-rate photographer named Spider Ellington. By day, he shoots continuity photos over at Endeavor Studios for Sam Zucker. By night, he shoots filthy shots at girls he claims he'll make famous. A real dirty bird is Spider. He's a known associate of Mickey Cohen's personal hitman, Johnny Stompanato, so be careful. He could put up a fight. So go in there with more than your Lady Johnson in your paw. We pulled up outside a dirty white bungalow with the shutters drawn. Cole showed me an ankle pistol he kept stashed on his ankle. It was in regulation, but then nothing about Cole Holland was. We readied our guns and crept toward Spider's pad. Shh. Just to be clear, he was preemptively shushing me there. He wasn't shushing my voice over. That would be a cheap joke. We'll have none of them here tonight. Ah! He's gone out the window! Wait! Get after him! Stop! In the name of Vice Squad! Ah, get your hands off me. Keep struggling and eat concrete, beatnik! Oh, come on, baby. Don't do me like that. Me and the honey, we was just doing headshots for her acting portfolio. More like porn-folio. <laughs> I must admit, that is a good one. Let's go, Hepcat. You've got some explaining to do. Downtown. And also, if I repeat the porn-folio thing in front of my partner, just act like it's the first time you've heard it. Maybe I'll go easier on you. I swear, I swear. <laughs> ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the cold clutch of imminent death. It's not groovy. Tell me who it was, Spider. Tell me who'd want to do this to you. That partner of yours. 
Watch out for Oh, I fully intend to. That's what partners do. That's not what I... <laughs> when I got back at Spider's Pad, Cole had turned up something big. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm after, uh, I found these dirty photos in the shredder. Spider must have been destroying the evidence when we arrived. I tried to take them up, but I've accidentally, I've turned it on, I guess. Butterfingers! Well, what is it? Give it here. Hmm, some kind of business card. Dr. Herman Munt, surgeon to the stars. I wonder who he is. He's probably just some stupid doctor. Who cares? And what are these? Ah, it's just some more spiders, filthy contraband. There's lots of it lying around. There's no need to focus on just that uh, one. These photos aren't just regular smut. This is the big leads. Look at who's the star of the show. That just looks like any old horse to me. Oh, not the horse. The woman behind the horse. I don't... I don't recognize her. Should I? Well, what are you talking about? That's Grace Dumont. Grace Dumont. A.K.A. the biggest star in Hollywood. Known as the woman who built Endeavor Pictures, the biggest movie studio in the city. Highest paid actress in the world, beloved the world over. Why would she stoop to pornography? It just didn't make any sense. Luckily, Cole rescued them from the shredder, even after accidentally turning it on before this gold mine of evidence was destroyed and our case was lost. I can't believe it. She just seems so classy. Ah, you work vice in this town long enough, you learn anyone up there on the silver screen has a past they don't want getting out. No one climbs the Hollywood ladder without a few sordid stop-offs along the way. Mm, that hit on Spider has Johnny stumping out his handiwork all over it. Let's skedaddle over to Mickey Cohen's nightclub haunt and squeeze some answers out of him. Nah. Why not? Slash. You know, plus we don't know that they had anything to do with it. Spider had lots of enemies. Well, if you won't, I will. Ah, oh, Jesus, fine. But let's be careful. Mickey Cohen is the biggest mobster in this city. If we aren't careful, we're about to walk into a shooting party where we're the guests of honor. Cole Hollins, Bobby, how you doing, old friend? What's with the shotgun? And who's this strapping boy you've brought me? Uh, M M Mickey, Mickey, this is Detective White. She is new to the Vice Squad. A lady detective? Now I've seen everything. I thought I'd seen everything when I saw that blind guy walk straight into a jet engine, but turns out I hadn't. Well, now, I think yes. Now, I've seen everything. I come uh, bringing bad news. Spider Ellington took a bullet tonight. My condolences. I know he did some erotic photography work for you over the years. Oh, what a shame. The guy was an artist. He could light up a gooch like a Caravaggio. <laughs> the thing is... The, the thing is... The way he went out, it stinks at Johnny Stomp. So we're just checking if Stomp's has an alibi, which I'm sure he does. Well, let's ask him. He's over at the bar. Johnny? What? <laughs> Spider Ellington just got riddled with bullets tonight, just as my partner and I were going to give him the once-over. When you figured I'd something to do with it? Well, why don't you come down to the station? We can talk about it there. Easy, White. Oh, I get it. You plan on fingering me for Spider's moita. <laughs> that remains to be seen. 
I know cubs like you, lady. Really good beavers. You can't finger me for that. You'll finger me for something else. Don't matter what it is, as long as you get to finger guys like me, you're happy. And it's all part of your long game to when you finally get to finger Mickey. Stop. Stop saying fingering. Hey, I don't like to hear your dirty tactics back back at you, eh? What about you, Cole? Are you planning on fingering me, too? Johnny, Johnny. Johnny, Mickey, I assure you, no one's fingering anyone. Fellas, unless you're some proof that Johnny was involved in something, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. You think I haven't fingered all... Figured all of this out yet? I know you want to move into movie making. It's the perfect cover in this town to launder your ill-gotten gains. So you blackmail movie producers like Sam Zucker by using incriminating photos you have of his biggest stars from back when they were nobodies looking to turn a book. That's an interesting theory, detective. Very fanciful. But I'm afraid you've been watching too many detective movies. Or at the very least, listening to live radio plays that play with detective movie tropes in an irreverent, yet obviously loving and respectful manner. I don't know nothing about no porn or ring, and neither myself or Johnny know nothing about spider's moita. So kindly, see yourself out. That's it, hands on the floor. Hey, Cole, what gives? Oh, host your weapon, White. We're all friends here. Johnny Stumpinato, I'm arresting you on suspicion of murder. Also, is my voice deep or something? Hey, Mickey, I thought you and Cole had an arrangement. Oh! Hey, Johnny, next time you want to plant a kiss on the butt of my shotgun, buy a dinner first. Come on, White, let's roll. These scumbags don't have anything we need. It sounded like he was about to say something there before you smashed his teeth in. Who's that now? Johnny Stumpinato. I never heard of him. Come on, let's go! We headed to a favorite watering hole of Cole's to plan our next move. Drinking on the job was forbidden, but then a lot about Cole Holland was. But something about what Johnny had been starting to say before Cole rearranged his dental work didn't sit well with me. What's our next step? Do we talk to Grace Dumont or the Dr. Munt character first? Neither. You ask me, it's all, it's stupid. It's, it's a dead end. Are you crazy? We are on the cusp of uncovering a plorm ring involving the biggest stars in Hollywood. Why, those photos of Grace Dumont alone, they're enough to room Sam Zucker and Endeavor Studios. Look, look, I get it. You're new on the scene. You want to impress your hero, me, Lieutenant Cole Holland, Vice Squad. But these sorts of cases, they take time to build. If we rush into this following every little lead that, that comes our way, we'll just obfuscate things and make it impossible to prosecute when the time comes. Oh, okay, but... What was Johnny saying back there about you and Mickey having an arrangement? God damn it, White! How many times do I gotta say it? I'm clean, okay? I hope so. It's just... You're my hero. You always have been. Ever since I bought your first book, Confessions of a Vice Copper, everything you wanted to know about heinous sexual crimes but were too afraid to ask, the Cole Holland story, and other ruminations on life, love, and lieutenants, written by Lieutenant Cole Holland, forward by Chesterton. And if it turned out that you were corrupt, it would tear my worldview apart. I swear to you, I'm the most honest damn cop on the force. Now, before we do anything else, we need to get you a butler. What? I don't need a 
butler. Hey, sure you do. All my men have one. You can't have people talking, saying only most of the vice squad can afford the butlers. This... This is the sort of thing that gives Vice Squad a bad rep. What? What? A, a hard-working blue-collar guy treats himself to a British manservant and all of a sudden he's skimming a little on the side? You've somehow managed to afford to pay Dean Martin to sing the whole way through this debrief. Hey, Cole, still swinging? Hey, you know it, Dino! I'm so drunk all the time. Sure is. All right, look, if it'll make you feel any better, we will follow up on this Dr. Munt character, which I'm sure will lead to nothing, by the way. Dr. Munt will see you shortly. He's just finishing up with a patient. That, that's Betty Davis. Oh, wow. Dr. Munt really is surgeon to the stars. Hey, she won't want to be bothered, White. Not when we're, and we're working, for God's sake. Uh, Miss Davis, Miss Davis, a big fan here. Uh, how's it going? Uh, I bet you get this the whole time, but, but please, can you do the line? And... Well, you know, uh, hang on to your seats. It's gonna be a bumpy joiny. Well, it's not how I remembered it, but um, well, you know, I suppose. Okay, bye. Wow, Betty Davis in the flesh. What an honor. Although she doesn't sound like she does in the pictures. Hey, that's just the way that the microphones work. They make your uh, make your voice deeper. You should hear Clark Gable. He sounds like he mainlines helium. You've met Clark Gable? Uh, I was working at the time. He he killed someone in this hit and run, and I was the officer on the scene. And what happened? You know, something, it all got covered up. Some, someone else took the rap. Uh, the, the likes of him and your Miss Davis, they're too valuable to studios to go to prison for. And Grace Dumont, too, I'm sure. All the more reason for us to keep a lid on those photos. Until we can make some arrests. Sure. Ah, detectives. <laughs> My name is Dr. Herman Muntz. I am Hollywood's premium plastic surgeon. I am known for my radical approaches to the art of cosmetic surgery. Please, do not flinch from my busy appearance. Any daring experiment I wish to carry out on mine patients, I first try out on myself. It is only fair, yeah? Hence my glorious, money-angled face. Now, what can I help you with? We wanted to inquire as to whether you knew a man named Spider Ellington. <laughs> I do not know these spiders of which you speak. Ah, uh, hey, you, you might do, though. He, he might have sold you some mildly erotic photos once, which is not illegal, so you would not be incriminating yourself by admitting to it. Oh, spiders! Yeah, yeah, I know this man. I, uh, I buy some uh, uh, nudie pictures from him, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, that about wraps this up. Come on, White. Let's not waste any more of this terrifying-looking man's time. Uh, one more thing, Doctor. That framed photograph I spotted through your open office door there, what is it? Uh, that is myself and my friend and uh, regular client movie producer Sam Zucker at his stud farm up north. I was there for a uh, Christmas party. And that horse in the field behind you, is that... Is that one of Mr. Zucker's? Yeah, yeah. That is Compromat, the horse. Zucker's pride and joy amongst his racehorses. He looks like a horse I saw recently. The only difference is the other one had a smile on his face. Anyway, we best be off. I'm sorry for bothering you, Herr Doctor. Please, it was no trouble. My door is always ajar. Well, he checks out. Let's call it a day. We'll take a run at this tomorrow. 
You go ahead. I want to talk to Grace Dumont. Why? To ask her about this sex ring she's clearly mixed up in, along with a crime lord and an almost certainly Nazi warm criminal plastic surgeon with a face like a waking nightmare. Well, then I would like to be there. Well, I'd like to go alone if it's all the same Look, to you. Look, White, I know you think I'm a tough nut to crack, but I got my reasons. I've had bad luck with partners. A lot of them get killed. Same with butlers. That's why... <laughs> Chesterton still refuses to go on stakeouts with me. I have to devil my own eggs on my stakeouts, why? Fine, you can come, but let me lead the interrogation this time. You are practically coaxing the doctor back there. Hey, if you're accusing me of something, just come right out and say it. Lieutenant, let me tell you a story. A story about a young girl from a place called Penis Farts, Nevada. She was head of the school paper and loved the rush of digging up dirt and exposing guilty parties so much that it got to the point where she was concocting stories out of thin air, ruining and scandalizing townsfolk by printing all sorts about them, whether it was true or not. And by the time her conscience caught up with her, she felt she was in too deep. But little by little, she started to dig her way out. She admitted the whole thing publicly and stepped down as editor. She was shunned and hated for a long time. But when the dust finally settled, the good Christian people of penis farts slowly began to show her forgiveness. It took a while, but soon, whatever darkness of her own doing that had overwhelmed her was a thing of the past. What happened to her? Oh, she left town. She moved to Los Angeles and she joined the LAPD. Hey, that must be nice for you, having someone from home at work. My point is, it's never too late to put the brakes on your life and make changes for the better. Hey, that's a cute story, White. I'm sure it goes over well in church group. But this is Hollywood. And in Hollywood, if you don't meet the darkness head-on, it'll envelop you and spit you out in the desert. Also, I would like to officially state that I have no idea what you're talking about. I will deny this conversation ever took place and metaphors about being enveloped by darkness won't stand up in court as a of guilt. Now let's go! We headed up to the Hollywood Hills where the stars shone brightly from their mansions and lost tourists wandered from high wall gate to gate searching for a glimpse of their favorite cowboy or dancing sailor. Grace Dumont had her butler let us into her mansion. Say, uh, uh, Max, is it? I, I bet you get this all the time, but do you know a guy called Chesterton? Good evening, officers. I'm up here on the top of the stairs. She was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen, and I'd seen your mother. <laughs> all the movie lights and makeup artists in the world hadn't come close to doing justice to how breathtakingly stunning Grace Dumont was in person. I'm afraid, I, I don't know why you want to see me. You know a fellow by the name of Spider Ellington? I'm sure I don't. Sure you do. He took your picture once. I'm not talking about the one in your yearbook, neither. I'm quite sure I'm completely lost. Max, will you show these two gentlemen to the exit? I'm a woman too, Miss Dumont. I'm sure it was my detective's badge that fooled you, but... Um... No, it was your manner and features. Good day, sirs. <laughs> show, show her the picture, White. Let me see, why would I care about a photograph of a smiling horse? Behind, behind the horse. Behind the, huh. You care to explain yourself, Miss Dumont? I always figured you for the romantic picture type, not a Western star. Where, where did you get these? It belonged to a known associate of Mickey Cohen, who's now on a one-way ticket of being dead, so start talking. 
I'm not speaking until I have the studio lawyer present. This is definitely not me, and you'll kindly leave me be. Now, good day. You heard the lady wipe another dead end. Let's hit the road. Uh, one more thing, Miss Dumont. I loved you and only where the angels have their wings. Thank you, detective. If I may be so bold, could I ask you to sign my police-issue handcuffs? I'd be delighted to do. There you are, to Detective White. Would all, would that all the LAPD be as ruggedly handsome as you? Signed, Grace Dumont. Hey, what are you doing? Get these cuffs off my wrists. Hey, what gives, White? Grace Dumont wasn't in only where the angels have their wings, and also she writes with her left hand, as was revealed in Confidential Magazine's expose support stars. Are they commies? Probably. Cool. <laughs> this isn't Grace Dumont. Oh, well, then what are you saying? I'm telling you now, it's simple. Mickey Cone isn't the man behind all of this. He's just a Patsy Cone. It's been Sam Zucker all along. He's known as the star maker by creating all of these movie icons. But what happens when they get too big for their boots, demanding more power over their careers and better roles? He has Dr. Munt give plastic surgery to hookers to look like movie stars. They're sex workers. Well, I still call them movie stars. I don't care how on PC. Zucker then has Spider stage plorn shoots with the fake movie stars and blackmails the real stars to stay in line on the pittance he pays them or he'll release the images to the public, ruining their reputation. But Grace Dumont wasn't taking it. She threatened to go public, so Zucker murdered her, made it out like she went to rehab and in the meantime replaced her with her, the double mud created. He then had Spider killed because he was at a loose end and someone tipped them off that we were on our way to bust him. And that someone was you! What? You've been in Zucker's pocket this whole time. Vice Squad is corrupt. It takes money from those more powerful to look the other way and even enforce their criminal demands. Detective Cole Holland, I'm placing you under arrest. How can you do this to me? I, I treated you like a son. A son with boobies and a fanny. You broke my heart with your betrayal of the badge and all it stands for. And the only way to healing it is by putting you away for a long time. You don't know what it's like out there on the street. Constantly faced with the worst of humanity. It pushes you to breaking point. Also, I would rather be a tool of guys like Sam Zucker or Mickey Cohen than a tool of the state, which is what I was when I played by the rules. This commie conspiracy they're always going on about, there is none. It's just to keep people afraid and beholden to the government. Also, sex workers and drugs being illegal, that's helping no one except those that profit from all of it. Open your eyes, wake up, and see the real truth. Slow your roll, blind boy. Save some of it for the judge. Not so fast, detective. Drop your gun and kick it over here. Holland, get out of here. I can take care of this one myself. We don't have to kill her. She'll stay quiet, won't you, White? Never. You could lie and say yes, and then not stay quiet later. I'd rather die. You wouldn't be betraying any principles. You'll have to kill me first. All right, fuck it, you're on your own. Say your prayers, detective. Oh, I already have. They involve that horse kicking backwards next time. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Wait, Munt is always looking for new subjects to experiment on, isn't he? But she could be one. A blank canvas. A blank, grizzled, mannish canvas. You're right. I'll call Munt now. Get him over here with his 
instruments. What else do you need from me? That's it, Holland. Your payoff from Sam is in that bag. Take it, then crawl down whatever bottle you use to drown the guilt and shame of being a crooked cop. The hinky Dumont dame decked me on the noggin with her piece. It sent me into the deepest of sleeps, the kind of sleep you only get sent into when you're really tired. <laughs> Those kind of sleeps. She knocked me out, basically. And when I came to, I was trussed up and faced with the good Dr. Munt standing over me with a surgical knife and a headshot of Veronica Lake. Yeah, look at his face. So grizzled, so mannish. This will be my greatest challenge yet. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. Oh, I hope nobody makes fun of these lyrics years from now. <laughs> hey, Cole, I gotta fly to Vegas in a couple of hours. Mind if I finish up? What? Oh, sure, whatever you want, Dean. Hey, why so low, brother? <laughs> I betrayed a friend tonight, Dean. Is this to do with your double life as a crooked cop and bagman to half of the city's mobsters? How did you know about that? Cole, I cost ten, ten grand a song, and you pay me to follow you around when you're sad. <laughs> Listen, I don't care what you are. Hey, I'm in the Rat Pack. We're all terrible people. <laughs> sure, I once saw Frank throw a showgirl off a balcony because she had a lazy eye. But what I learned about from being pals with all those guys is that nothing's as important as friendship. If you, if you let a friend down, you gotta make it right, no matter what it costs you in other ways. And, and, and that's why none of you ratted out Frank, because you were all such good friends. <laughs> exactly. And also because he made us all throw off a showgirl each off the balcony, <laughs> so we'd all have something on each other till the grave. You see, that's another part of, part of being a friend, is it? Oh, he's gone. Freeze, Munt! Drop the headshot! What the hell are you doing, Holland? I'm growing a conscience. As a doctor, I can prescribe the perfect cure for that. Another 50,000 American dollars from Erzaka's payoff fund, yeah? I'm beyond money now, Munt. Not when the life of my friend's on the line. Very well. Then you'll leave me no choice. What? How did you get this photograph? This isn't me. <laughs> you think Zaka stopped me at creating movie stars? Everyone he wishes to control, he has a double made of them. And each double gets some quality time up at Zaka's stud farm with compromancy horse in front of Spider's camera. You step out of the line and all of Los Angeles will see photographs in every paper and magazine in town of what they think is Lieutenant Cole Holland of Vice Squad getting hoofed out of it by a horse. <laughs> now is any friend worth that? This one is. I am dead now. Wait! You... you came back. Rule one of Vice Squad, never leave your partner behind. And what's rule two? We're not allowed to take home any of the porn that we seize for the evidence. Well, that seems like it shouldn't need to be. Jesus, White, what have they done to your face? He started, he started one of his procedures. What does it look like? My God, he's plastic surgeried half of your face to look like Veronica Lake. 
and luckily I arrived to stop him before he got any further. So what? You stopped him before he had a chance to make me look like one of the most beautiful women on the planet? Yes, exactly. Only one side of your face looks like that now. The, the, the other side is still the, the doughy, stubbly, peggy white we all know and love. Come on, let's get you out of here. Okay, Lieutenant, come on out. The jig is up. Damn it! It's the rest of Vice Squad out there. We're trapped. We shan't be asking you again, sir. And all of their butlers! <laughs> oh, Christ! This is gonna be a bloodbath! We can still slip out and escape. You can. I can't outrun the things I've done. I've gone too far. But I can finally do something, right? I can hold them off while you make your escape. Cool. No! You need to stop Zucker once and for all. But he's too rich and powerful. No charges will stick. Not if you... Not if you play by the law. There are... There are other ways. The Vice Squad way. I understand. Good. <laughs> I guess I'll never get round to writing volume two of my memoirs. And what would you have called them? Strike Force Three, Operation Eagle Hawk. A tone poem by Lieutenant Cole Holland, forward by Chesterton, afterward by Dean Martin. Now get out of here. I've got some butlers to send to hell! Ah, get some! Get some, you foot! Take it! That was the last I ever saw of my one-time hero. Going out in a blaze of bullet-strewn glory, massacring his former work colleagues and their hired help. Is this... Is this how it ends? For Cole Holland? I'm afraid so. Dean! Oh no, I'm not Dean Martin. I'm your guardian into the afterlife, and I've taken the form most pleasing to you to guide you on your final voyage. Where... where am I going? To hell, I'm afraid. <laughs> yep, straight to hell. You've done a lot of terrible things, Cole. What? But, but, but I... No, I, I redeemed myself in my final moments. I gave my life so that my partner could escape. Yeah, that's not enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> is hell as bad as they say it is? Worse. Ah, uh, no, I'm only messing, Cole. There's no such thing as heaven or hell. What's actually going to happen now is it all just stops for you now and you cease to exist for all eternity. That's... That's terrible. <laughs> but thinking you were going to hell there for a while, I'm, I'm sure it's really put into perspective that just ceasing to forever it doesn't seem so bad. No, no, it, no, it still really does. And I'm sure taking the form of one of your friends helped ease the blow, I'm sure. You made it, you made it worse, if anything. All right, good luck. Wait, no, no, come, come back. I'm praying for rain in So, that's my story. 
That's how I got to where I am now. Sitting in a diner at four in the morning, beaten down, bloodied, disillusioned, and with half my face looking like Veronica Lake. All the while waiting for somebody to walk in that door and face me. Tale as old as time. We close, sugar. Oh, I won't be long. Oh, Mr. Zucker, come on in, sir. You know, I'm not really a waitress. I I'm actually a trained actress. I'd love to come in for you someday and... Uh... Save your breath, honey. Mr. Zucker's pull in this town is waning by the second. So you're the lady cop who's been causing me all this trouble. You're prettier than they told me. Half he is, anyway. Here's how it's going down, Zucker. You leave here tonight and don't come back, or I send you straight to hell with a bullet. No! Here's how it's actually gonna go down. I pay you a load of money, and you're gonna turn around and go back to your miserable cop's life. And I'm gonna go back to making movies people love, and my reign will continue unchallenged. Anyway, here's a bag full of money. It's all yours. Now let's never run into each other again. Please and thank you. Friends, here's how it actually went down. I shot him point blank in the Johnson, left him to bleed out on the diner floor, and skipped town with his money. Ah, oh, sweet mother of Jesus, you miserable, vengeful bitch! Sad, sad, and the wind's blowing.